The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. got plenty to get to here in this hour of the show one o'clock eastern nfl training camp today underway full pads for i believe all teams in the nfl today as we get closer to the preseason we got the cowboys and the steelers coming up davis i believe that is thursday night if i'm not mistaken so your first preseason nfl action is less than what 72 hours away and that will be interesting but i would say this and, or you know what? Let me ask you this question. Have you ever bet an NFL preseason game? Have you ever done that? So I have never, well, no, actually, that's not even true. I have. I was going to say I've never bet the spread of an NFL preseason game, but that would be wrong. I have bet the spread of an NFL preseason game because, one, some teams take the game super seriously and some teams mm-hmm. don't. And, and not super seriously in terms of like, oh, this team will play their first stringers longer. But like new head coaches, something you'll see is new head coaches, right? Like I expect Dan Campbell and the Detroit Lions, I expect him to be hoarse on the sidelines yelling at, you know, Cody Fiardo or whoever, you know, like I, like I really expect him to be taking it super seriously. Urban Meyer and the Jacksonville Jaguars, same thing. I expect him to no, no holding calls, right, for the, the third string offensive lineman. Like I really expect them to be taking it very seriously. But what I find even more interesting is preseason NFL DFS on FanDuel, right? Everyone's the same salary, so it's not a it's not a salary cap. That has consistently been one of the most exploitable and beatable games. Now it's not as much anymore. People are a little bit better at it now, right? Like it used to be like, you know, everyone would play Tom Brady and Julio Jones and George Kittle and they'd just get their studs in there and those guys wouldn't even play. People are a little bit better at it now. But generally speaking, it has been a pretty beatable format of game. 
Well, promise me this. Next week, when the NFL, I, I believe we have games next Thursday, Friday, and Saturday next week. So promise me that you will give me a little tutorial on that next week. I'm looking forward to that. I've never done that in, in DFS, so I am looking forward to that on FanDuel. All right, here are our headlines as we begin the second hour of the show. Matthew Stafford left practice for the Rams early with a thumb injury. Of course, he had thumb surgery in the offseason, but supposed to be okay. We'll just follow that. Uh, Not as good news for LSU quarterback Miles Brennan. He is out with arm surgery. This is a big year for the LSU Tigers, so we'll see what this means for them and how quickly he comes back. Spencer Didwitty is nearing a deal with the Washington Wizards. We got a full slate of games tonight, and I was asking you, Davis, about some under-the-radar signings, maybe something we haven't discussed. Rudy Gay, cannot believe Rudy Gay is still in the NBA, uh, signing a two-year deal with the Utah Jazz. So that is the, the one signing that I see from today. And, you know, that Rudy Gay signing, it does actually open up things a little bit for that team because what they have done in the past is they have always tried to back Rudy Gobert up with a center, right? Derek Favors, uh, Tony Bradley, they drafted and then traded away to the Philadelphia 76ers, and then now Tony Bradley is, I believe, a member of the Oklahoma City Thunder. They, they, have, uh, they have always tried to use a center, And now I think they're going to be going in a different direction. I think that not only will Rudy Gay play some small ball four for them, but this also opens them up to play really small backup units, like three guard backup units. And for the, you know, the eight minutes a night where Rudy Gobert doesn't play, they might use, you know, uh, Bogdanovich or Royce O'Neal or uh, Joe Ingles or whatever is their quote unquote big man, which I like, it feels so absurd to be like, oh yeah, Royce O'Neal is going to go play five minutes at center. But hey, PJ Tucker, six five, is an NBA center. The way the way that the game works now, so I, I actually kind of like this this signing by the Utah Jazz. But I don't know. I mean, I I I don't think I can be as publicly in the corner of the Utah Jazz this upcoming season because I was here every day with you saying they're the best team in the NBA by net rating. Donovan Mitchell's really good. Rudy Gobert's really good. Mike Conley's really good. And Mike Conley was injured in the playoffs, you know, to, mm-hmm. to, to be completely fair to the Jazz. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, it, it is it is a signing that at least allows them to play in a little bit of a different way. Yeah, for sure. And, and look, I, I think that, you know, the thing with Utah is that they were so dominant at home last year, too, was, and the best betting team in the NBA as well. It was hard not to fall in love with them as the season went along. But we'll see where that signing ends up meaning for sure. Um, In terms of what's going on also in training camp, back to that, this Matthew Stafford injury, Davis, it doesn't look like anything all that significant, but I guess it's something that we'll have to watch. I don't think that they planned on playing him in the first preseason game next week anyway. Yeah, I would imagine that probably we we won't see um, a ton of him. And, I mean, Matthew Stafford with a thumb injury, not the the first guy we've seen – have a little injury pop up here in preseason, right? Kenny Galladay left practice today. We we've got Julio Jones was not at practice today for the Tennessee right. Titans. There has been a big there's been a big collection of guys, and uh, it's not going to stop anytime soon. We every single day for the rest of training camp, X player X player Y player Z is going to be leaving early, going to be on the side with the trainers, not going to have their cleats on, and uh, it's going to be very hard to see you know, which ones are real and which ones aren't. All right. Well, coming up next, I think this is something that you will be interested in because as the host here on Fantasy Sports Today, I I do have players that I have not heard of in all sports. 
So I know we're going to be talking about nine different players that Davis has as sleepers. And even me, the host of the show, there are definitely two names on this list that I have never heard of until today, which tells me I need to learn something going into the fantasy football season. I'll tell you who those two are for me and then go through the rest of the names too right here on Fantasy Sports Today. Getting you ready for your fantasy drafts. We're doing it for you. And we're back on the grid in two minutes. sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com ah the sweet sound of sports you love from sling the collide of football pads the squeak of shoes on a basketball court the crack of the bat on a home run the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Since uh, I, I first started playing in the early 80s, like very early 80s, my first introduction to it was, I mean, I must have been 12 years old or maybe even younger than that. And what happened was a group of my friends had all uh, drafted a team and then they asked me to get involved uh, later on. And, and it was like a one and done league for me. My team was terrible because I only had to take the leftover players, nobody that you've ever heard of even. Uh, but then in the very uh, late 80s, early 90s, I started a home league. We were going on about 30 years here, maybe even more of, of fantasy football. And, and the reason why I bring this story up is because at the time, I was known as the expert because I knew all the sleepers and I knew who was going to be good and who wasn't. And and those days, Davis, are like gone now. It's it's uh, people like yourself and, and everybody in the community Everyone knows everyone. Everyone watches all the games on television in college. No longer magazine. I mean, when a magazine, Davis, when that came out, oh, my gosh, that was like huge news. We were first to the grocery store or the shop to pick that up. And now when you call someone a sleeper in fantasy, 
it almost has to be a player that you, you can't have heard of before, a player that was undrafted in college or drafted very late in the NFL draft. Like, like naming Arian Foster a sleeper, that was cool, like 10 years ago. But, but now, you know, you know the fifth string running back on these teams. It's just a different animal, what fantasy has become. Yeah, but hey, fantasy sleepers do still exist because, you know, what ends up happening is exactly what you're saying. Everyone knows everyone. Everyone watches all the games. Everyone listens to the same podcast. We all are reading the same news sources by and large. But there are still sleepers. People were drafting every Jaguars running back last year but James Robinson, right? Reichwell Armstead, Chris Thompson, Devin Ozigbo, right? These things happen. Adam Thielen, undrafted free agent who made the Minnesota Vikings from like an in-person tryout. Like he went to an in-person tryout. He went to Minnesota State Mankato, worked out for the Vikings, and they signed him. Nobody knew who that guy was. You you think – that sleepers are dead, but they're not, right? They like it happens every single year. There will be guys who don't get drafted. There will be, you know, your James Robinsons. Now it, it doesn't happen as much at running back, but every year, tra- Travis Fulgham last year for a month of mm-hmm. the season was the number one scoring wide receiver for for one month. Uh, I think we I think it was week seven to week eleven. He was the number one scoring wide receiver. He got cut by the Detroit Lions and signed by the Eagles mid-season it, it happens every year there are always real sleepers all right so let, let's take a look at your running back sleepers and i'll, I'll run them all now um, uh, you have three here mike boone who i think if, if you're a just a, a average maybe maybe a novice may not know but if you're an average fantasy player you know that mike boone came from minnesota got some playing time he's now on denver i'm gonna guess elijah mitchell is an unknown player for a lot of people and Cadre Allison's name has been out there, Davis, because Atlanta, uh, you know, has kind of had to go to him at different times. They've run out of guys. When the Coleman-Freeman thing wasn't working, he was around. Edo Smith, he was around. So Allison is there as well. So I have heard of all three of these names and sell me on why they could be sleepers at running back very late round this year. So the Mike Boone thing First off, I think that uh, he, uh, to me, he is the best running back on that roster. He has been good every time the Vikings have given him the ball. They did not sign him to a veteran minimums contract. They signed him. They signed him to like a real contract, right? Two years, four million dollars, two point six million dollars of that money was guaranteed, and he got a signing bonus. So that's not a third string running back that you're planning on cutting. That is a third string running back that you're planning on keeping on the team and giving some touches. I think Melvin Gordon is closer to the end of his NFL career than being a really good NFL running back. Would not surprise me to see him be either traded or cut at some point this season. And Javante Williams, who knows? Like, basically, to me, it's like, who knows, right? Could he be really good? Sure. He was in a pure 50-50 timeshare in college with a guy by the name of Michael Carter. He's now in the New York Jets. Like, I think Javante Williams is good. I've been drafting him. But the reality is, who knows, right? And I I do know that Mike Boone can play in the NFL. I've seen him do it. He's been good. The Elijah Mitchell one, I I would call this the Raheem Mostert corollary. We are only about three years removed from Raheem Mostert being a practice squad player who was cut by the Baltimore Ravens, cut by the San Francisco 49ers, the team he plays for, then cut by the Eagles, re-signed by the 49ers, then upgraded and activated to the active roster because of injuries to other running backs. 
And he got 29 carries, 300 yards, and four touchdowns in an NFC Championship game against the 49ers. Jeff Wilson Jr., practice squad player for a long time, was really good for the 49ers last year. And then these other guys on the roster, they have Mostert, who did come in in training camp with a slight injury. Jeff Wilson Jr. is injured. Wayne Gallman is a career backup. Elijah Mitchell was a really explosive college player. I think he might be talented. And then I actually don't think Allison is all that talented. But who believes in Mike Davis? I mean, Mike Davis is about to be 30 years old. He's had plenty of time in the NFL to prove it. Would not surprise me if the Falcons come out week one, game one, and Quadra Allison gets the first carry from the line of scrimmage, and he is not even being drafted right now. Yeah, interesting names for sure. All three of them will be on my radar, no doubt. Now, here's the first name that I don't know here, wide receivers of the two names. Uh, Dwayne Eskridge. This is a brand new name I'm seeing for the first time for me today. Now, Byron Pringle, of course, I know. We played in the Super Bowl with the Chiefs. And Donovan Peoples-Jones, 17-game season. There's going to be three games, Davis, that this guy catches a 70-yard touchdown and do nothing (laughs) the rest of the season. That's what I know Donovan Peoples-Jones from. Uh, But tell me more about Eskridge and then why Pringle and Peoples-Jones. So Eskridge was a dominant college player, but he played in the Midwestern Athletic Conference. So he was playing against a bunch of guys who are like accountants and, uh, you know, money managers now. Like like these guys were not college football guys who he's playing against. So no one really knows how good he is. But the team that drafted him, uh, invested a ton of capital in him, right? They like they 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 spent a, I think I believe a third round pick on him. That is uh you know that is a a big investment that they made. And I think the Seahawks are going to be really effective passing the ball. Would not surprise me to see Eskridge have a decent fantasy season this year. And if an injury were to happen to Lockett or Metcalf, that you know David Moore's not on the team anymore. Much larger role for Eskridge there. Pringle early reports from Kansas City Chiefs training camp. It's been reported that he has a, a, a head, like a lead on the three wide receiver job ahead of Demarcus Robinson. Also, wouldn't be surprising to see him be the number two wide receiver. Peoples-Jones, very young, athletic guy. Odell Beckham coming back from the ACL injury. Jarvis Landry, I believe, is 29 or 30 years old now. So it's just like these guys could be getting to the end of the line, essentially. All right. And then finally, let's go to the tight end sleepers. Dalton Schultz, of course, Last year came in when Jarwin got hurt, looked pretty good until the quarterback went out. Uh, Donald Parham for the Chargers, I've heard of him as well. Saw him play a little bit last year, but Noah Gray is a new one for me. So you'll have to introduce me to him. Yeah, so early on in Cowboys camp, it sounds like Dalton Schultz and Blake Jarwin are pretty much neck and neck for the number one tight end job. Blake Jarwin is being drafted. Dalton Schultz is not. Donald Parham is behind 34-year-old Jared Cook. Would not surprise me one iota if he is just better and they use him in the red zone. If he And, and also, he's not a blocker. So if he gets used, it's going to be used as a pass catcher. And then Noah Gray was a fifth-round pick by the Chiefs. They've been calling him Baby Kelsey in Kansas City Chiefs camp. I actually saw some highlights from him from their training camp out in St. Joe, and he looks pretty legit. So I, I am actually interested in Noah Gray, and I think he might play a small role this season for the Kansas City Chiefs. All right, there you have it. Some some good sleepers there. Eskridge and Gray. Now in the Raz Bowl, I'll have to take them in like the last round of my draft for sure. All right, coming up next. I already took Eskridge. <laughs> He's already gone? Yeah, I was going to click right now during the break. All right, um, 
Take him or leave him coming up next. We're going to be focused on two rookies, it looks like here, one at quarterback, one at tight end, and then we'll go over to one of the wide receivers on the San Francisco 49ers. So stay with us coming up next. We play our little game of take him or leave him here on Fantasy Sports Today. Stay on the grid. Don't go away. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Catching bits and pieces of our show, and you're curious where you can find clips of us talking and breaking down some of the highlights of our shows. Make sure you follow us on social media. It's really easy to do, of course, at SportsGrid and at SportsGrid TV. You don't miss anything from our programming very easily just by going to Twitter. You follow us at SportsGrid, at SportsGrid TV. It'll keep you informed all day long, clips, breaking news, updates, pretty much everything else that we do here, including talking about players for the upcoming fantasy football season right here on fantasy sports today. All right, take them or leave them here. Fantasy football time. We continue on and we're going to focus today on the show on quarterback. Let's go to Trey Lance Davis, who Trey Lance is one of the better rookies going into the 2021 NFL season. We know that at least it looks like 
Jimmy Garoppolo is going to start off the season with the team. I know that you had mentioned reports haven't looked all that great, but in general, Lance is going somewhere in the 12th, 13th round in uh, fantasy football this season. His ADP approximately 137 right now. Uh, Trey Lance, take him or leave him going into 2021. I have a feeling 2022 is going to be a great conversation, but what do you think for 2021? You know, no gamble, no future. Uh, that's that's how I view things for for, for fantasy sports. I, I don't want Kirk Cousins. I don't want Derek Carr. I don't want Ben Roethlisberger. I, I would like to be taking shots and big swings with most of the picks in my fantasy football drafts. And so what I what I wanted to accomplish here today in Take of Relieving was I actually wanted to convince you to take Trey Lance, because my, my sense is that you'd be like, yeah, you know, you played at a D2 school, not going to start the year. Why why would I take him? There are so many other quarterbacks. Why, why would I take Trey Lance? And first off, everything from training camp for the 49ers makes it sound like Jimmy Garoppolo is having his worst camp ever, throwing interceptions, getting sacked, fumbling snaps. It, it's all bad. On the converse, everything for Lance sounds amazing. He's taken off and running. He is dropping dimes. He, you know, has not thrown an interception yet in camp. Actually, I think he threw one this morning. I think I saw that it was reported. And one thing I know about football teams is the players want to be put in the best position to win. And if the players see Jimmy Garoppolo not playing well, fumbling around, you know, playing poorly, and they see Lance cooking as a team, you want the guy who puts you in the best spot to win. And I feel like Kyle Shanahan is going to be kind of held prisoner by the moment. He spent the number three pick on Lance. He sees Jimmy Garoppolo not playing well in camp. I, I think Lance is going to start sooner rather than later, and I am in love with Lance's rushing upside if he does start, so I am taking Trey Lance. You know, I, I saw, I think it was Peter King, if I'm not mistaken, did a story on the 49ers recently. I don't know if you saw this, where uh, I, I guess the players – all have access to the game film via the iPad, and somehow the 49ers are able to track how how much time they are looking at the game film, and the number one player in all of their camp that's seen the most on the iPad was Trey Lance. And so naturally that bumped him up 10 in the ADP. <laughs> but I did see that story, and I thought, oh, okay, there's something that uh, you know you wouldn't probably normally hear, but it's interesting to, to know that he's very interested in being the starter right out of the out of the camp but i'll consider it i'll consider trey lance for sure you don't have to sell me on this next guy he went to university of florida he's a gator kyle pitts his adp right now is 41 overall and he's a tight end rookie has a rookie tight end never gone in the first three rounds of a fantasy draft boy I'd, i'd have to go back and take a look at that 43 receptions 770 yards he was a touchdown machine at florida 12 touchdowns he even missed the game last year he was the falcons first round pick and in general, we have seen tight ends go in the first round, Davis, but it's it's been a very hit-or-miss type deal. And the predictions are in. Better first season than Noah Fant. Better first season than TJ Hawkinson. A few years ago, there was this guy on, on Baltimore, Davis, that I saw play in college named Max Williams. Boy, did that guy not turn out in a first-round pick situation, too. Will Kyle Pitts deliver on his ADP? Take it or leave him. So I feel a couple different ways about Kyle Pitts. Um, In the high stakes league, so the FFPC main event, tight end premium, 1.5 points per reception for tight ends. He's gotten very rich there, um, right? You see his ADP at 41st. I mean, you routinely, if you really want to get Kyle Pitts, 
you probably have to use your third round pick to get him. But he's not really a guy that falls. He's kind of the perfect example of there's almost always a guy in a high stakes draft who likes Kyle Pitts more than me, even though I do like Kyle Pitts. And actually our, our buddy, Pat Corain, who comes on the show, did the math the other day and figured out that if Kyle Pitts has Calvin Ridley's rookie season, which was a good rookie season in that mm-hmm. scoring, he'll average about 15 fantasy points per game, which is really good, but that will be less than the wide receivers that go around him. So in the high stakes formats, I'm probably not taking Kyle Pitts, but in best ball drafts, he goes a little bit later. And also I don't want to be sitting there, right? I'm sitting there in December. Kyle Pitts is catching touchdowns. He looks like a, you know, he looks like, uh, you know, the new Tony Gonzalez. I don't want to sit there going, I spent my whole freaking summer drafting best ball teams and I don't have any Kyle Pitts. So in the best ball drafts, I am taking Kyle Pitts. I, I am making an effort to make sure that I get him. So it's, it's kind of a 50-50 answer there. High stakes, manage leagues, I'm out. Best ball drafts, I am in. Yeah, I, and I'm a big fan of the player. I thought he was great at Florida. So I'm hopeful for good things for him this year for sure. Okay, let's move over, and and now we go back to the 49ers again, interestingly enough, and let's go to Brandon Ayuk, who had 60 receptions last year, 748 receiving yards, and five touchdowns in his first season with the San Francisco 49ers, and boy, there are a lot of people in our community, Davis, that think that this guy is going to be a star. Like, I'm hearing Metcalf's name, you know, like fourth round in fantasy, the next guy to go in the first round in 2022 uh, ADP of 57. So are you on that train of Brandon Ayuk going into the season? So what's interesting about Ayuk is I do draft him quite a bit, but a lot of the reasons I draft him don't have anything to do with who he is as a player. So one, you know, I want to be drafting lots of 49ers because I like Trey Lance. So I like to set up that stack in best ball. I also really want to be taking a wide receiver where Brandon Ayuk goes, right? Don't want to be taking Mike Davis. Don't really want to be taking Miles Gaskin, Josh Jacobs, Kareem Hunt, those style of guys. I I prefer a wide receiver there. And I don't really like the immediate wide receivers that surround him. Adam Thielen, Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool. Like Claypool I like. And maybe maybe the answer is that uh, I like Ayuk a little bit better than Claypool. But all those reasons I just mentioned, you know, it's not really saying – oh, I definitely think that this guy is better than Debo Samuel. I definitely think that it's Ayuk himself who is going to be great. So I am taking Ayuk. But like right now, if you were like, Davis, I'll bet you $50 Debo Samuel scores more points than Brandon Ayuk. Like, I, I don't know if I would take that. I feel like they're pretty close. But Debo obviously goes much cheaper in these drafts. And, and you know, I, I, I do sort of feel like maybe I, I have been a little bit too optimistic on him, but I, I am taking Brandon Ayuk. I do like him. Yeah, and, and I and I think with the 49ers, like so much of it is tied to Lance that I would wonder that if Garoppolo was just okay, Davis, for the first few games, if this is worth doing, because you know that they like to run the ball. And I, I guess the upside is there maybe to win a championship with a couple of these receivers on San Francisco if Lance comes in. But if this takes five or six games and and these guys are not playable or playable sort of in the same way that they were last year, then the risk you're taking is basically getting eight to 10 points in fantasy for four or five weeks, which probably some people won't take. 
Yeah, no, I, I definitely, I definitely think you are, you are right about that risk. And like, you know, I'm having a hard time. Like, like I just said, like I'm having a hard time processing it. Like I just said, Debo versus Ayuk, you know, I don't really know. So I guess in my mind, I like both of them where they go. I like all the 49ers pieces, even though you like we were just talking about that risk, right? The Jimmy G risk or and, you know, look, there is still a risk. Maybe Trey Lance comes in and they're super run heavy. Like they run as much as like the Ravens or something. And they are just gashing team. Mostert's running crazy. Sermon's running crazy. Trey Lance is running eight times a game. They give Ayuk and Debo a couple jet sweeps per game. You know, those guys end up combining for like 50 rushes. Receptions are worth more than rushes. It's still nice for them to get those carries. I actually, funnily enough, uh, Ayuk's signature play as a rookie that remember that hurdle where he, he hurdled over the defender and yeah. scored a touchdown. That was on a rushing attempt. It wasn't even it wasn't even a reception. It was on an end around. And Debo's longest play as a rookie was also a rushing attempt. He, he took one of those end arounds like sixty five yards for uh, for a touchdown. So. I mean, it's just a, a weird little anomaly there. But I, I, I am taking Ayuk. But maybe, maybe I need to be a little bit more conservative with these 49ers. Maybe that's, maybe that's the, the lesson here. Yeah, I like Debo Samuel a lot. Um, but he has been hurt two years in a row. And I, and I think that's the reason why the 49ers are trying to upgrade that position. Uh, Bourne no longer there. Um, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I'm in on their receiver this year. And if Lance ends up being good, my gosh, like that's a potential – Super Bowl team, I think for sure, with San Francisco. All right, we got fantasy or reality coming up, and then, of course, the Sports Grid 60. So make sure you stay with us and stay on the grid. Also, coming up a little bit later today, Scott Farrell, Coast to Coast, 4 o'clock Eastern. I will be on with Scott talking baseball today at 545, I believe, Eastern time. So those of you who are watching that show, one more appearance for me before I take a little time off. So uh, stay on the grid for that. Coming up also in Game Live a little bit later, some game time decisions and getting you caught up on everything happening in NBA free agency, Major League Baseball, as well as the NFL. We'll have the preseason covered for you. And as we get closer to the NFL season, Davis and I will go through all of the player props available on FanDuel, the overs, the unders, give our picks for the season as well. So stay on the grid, fantasy or reality. We'll bring in Brett Levy for that next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. 
Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Sports Grid in his sort of state of the union, the owner of the Pittsburgh Steelers, Davis, Art Rooney II, speaking right now to the media, acknowledging this could be the final year of Ben Roethlisberger playing with the Pittsburgh Steelers, but also left the door open possibly for him to return in 2022. Uh, I, I don't know about you, Davis, but I think this is it. I don't, we wouldn't even need to do fantasy reality here because we both would agree based on what we've seen from Ben Roethlisberger. But I think it is a year that for both fantasy and reality, we should celebrate him as well because, man, I mean, Super Bowls, championships, fantasy championships – I just, I just feel like this this is probably one year too many for him. I'm a little worried. Uh, I am a lot worried. I mean, we we saw what happened last year. They started out the year 8-0. Everyone was like, oh, you got to pay as much attention to Pittsburgh as you do to Kansas City. And uh, no, nah, nah, that, uh, that is not what ended up happening. So, yes, reality, this is Ben Roethlisberger's last season. In fact, would not surprise me to see him limping off the field in Week 7 and, and end up having to call it quits midseason because – Ben Roethlisberger, uh, you know, we get we get these reports about guys being in the best shape of their life. For Roethlisberger, best shape of his life means like one cheeseburger and one beer for dinner instead of two cheeseburgers and five beers. Like it's like, you know, Tom Brady is you know fanatical about taking care of his body. Aaron Rodgers right. looks like a California surfer, bro. Ben Roethlisberger does not look like that. Yeah, uh, will be interesting because you had Rivers retire, and some people feel he'll get in the Hall of Fame. I don't know. Maybe he will on the first try, maybe not. Drew Brees will be in the Hall of Fame on his first shot, and now Ben Roethlisberger, probably his last year in the NFL. Okay, our producer, Brett Levy. He's been very quiet today. Not a lot of uh, on-air time for Brett, so let's throw him back on the air here as we close out with fantasy or reality. What's on the menu today, Brett? All right, Craig. Well, we've got a little basketball, a little baseball, and some barbecue to talk about. But we'll start in the NBA where free agency is underway. The Chicago Bulls made a big splash last night, acquiring Lonzo Ball as part of a sign-in trade uh, with the New Orleans Pelicans. So we got to ask, and Davis, we'll start with you for this one. Lonzo Ball will make an all-star team with the Chicago Bulls Davis, is this a fantasy or reality? You know what? 
I'm going. I'm going reality. This uh, this does happen. Lonzo Ball does make an All Star team with the Chicago Bulls. He's in the right conference to do it. Yeah, a little bit easier to make it in the Eastern Conference in general on the All Star team than it is in the Western Conference. Lots of uh, long time tenured pros over there in the Western Conference. You know, you're you're not. Uh, and, and Westbrook, by the way, just moved from the Eastern Conference to the Western Conference. Also, I uh, I just believe in him. I I just think that he is really good. I think that he is underrated by people right now. I mean, I think he's underrated by the NBA market, seeing that he didn't get you know, a four-year, $100 million contract. So I, I think this is a reality. I think it's a good fit for him. I think he's going to generate lots of assists with that team in Chicago, lots of good spacing and shooting there. So I, I think this is a reality. I think Lonzo Ball does make an all-star team. It's interesting that that Lonzo Ball is sort of like a post-hype guy. Of course, when he came out, uh, people felt differently about him. And yet, in the end, he sort of he didn't get a max deal, but he sort of did get a pretty significant contract. That being said, I'm saying fantasy. I'm not a believer in the Bulls. I uh, feel like it's a great market for sure for him, and he'll be a great distributor. And you did illustrate a couple of decent reasons there with players leaving in the uh, in the Eastern Conference. But NBA All-Star Game still pretty elite, still pretty tough to get in there. This isn't like the baseball All-Star Game. This isn't like the Pro Bowl where a guy gets hurt and like 15 guys extra end up going to the game. And my guess is, as we hopefully get back to normal in terms of this country, that I don't think you're going to see a lot of players dropping out of the NBA All-Star game as well. So, uh, Brett, I'm going to say fantasy here. I'm going to say Lonzo Ball, good player, not All-Star, and fantasy for me with Chicago. By the way, it leaves a nice opening up for me, Brett, for him to get traded in two years. If he makes an All-Star team with somebody else, I'm talking about the Bulls. I'm saying fantasy. All right. Fair enough, Craig. Uh, Our next one, we're going to turn to the baseball diamond, where the Boston Red Sox have been struggling of late. They've lost their last four games in a row. Uh, We saw what the Yankees did at the deadline. We saw what the Blue Jays did at the deadline. We saw what the Rays did at the deadline. All these teams added. The Red Sox kind of stayed pat, hoping for their guys to come back off DL. I guess they added Schwarber. But we got to ask, Craig, we'll start with you. The Boston Red Sox will make the postseason. Craig, is this a fantasy or reality? You know, I, I, I was really wrong in terms of the wins and losses at the, on the Red Sox at the beginning of the season, but I'm starting to feel like what I saw, what I thought I saw at the beginning of the season is happening now. There are still 60 games left for these teams in baseball, and I'm not saying the Red Sox are going 20 and 40 or anything like that, but is it impossible? Like, is it is it possible that the Red Sox just way overachieved in the first half? And with everything positive that they've done, they are three games up in the wild card, and they are not in first place in the American League East. They're hanging on to this notion that Chris Sale is going to come back and he's going to be their savior. I'm going to try my best to double down on my Red Sox are not going to be good, and I'm going to say fantasy. They get knocked out. Some other team jumps up and beats them. I don't know if it's the Yankees. I don't know if it's the Mariners. I don't know if it's the Blue Jays or, or some other team. And it doesn't even need to be a collapse. They just have to play sub-500 baseball, and they are not going to get in if that happens. So I'll take one more shot here at my Red Sox and say fantasy. They don't make it. But, boy, did they smack me in the face in the first half. You know what? I'm with you. This team is this team is not good enough to keep doing to keep doing what they've been doing. These are teams with a better total ERA 
than the Boston Red Sox. The Toronto Blue Jays, better team ERA. The New York Yankees, better team ERA. The Tampa Bay Rays, better team ERA. And that is not even counting the, uh, you know, like, look, this is a good division. This is a really good division. The Rays are now in first. So in order for, like, uh, in order for the, the Boston Red Sox to make the postseason, they would have to basically be better than the Athletics or find a way to win the division. And you know what? I love those Yankees additions. I, I, the Rizzo and Gallo additions are just going to look so good at this time next offseason. People are going to be like, oh, those crafty Yankees, they did it again. They found a way. They struggled all year. People were cursing Glaber Torres' name. Guy couldn't leave his apartment in New York. And they add Joey Gallo. They add Anthony Rizzo. They figure it out. The, the, the Blue Jays add some pitching with Jose Barrios and Vladimir Guerrero Jr. goes on a tear the second half of the season. I would love nothing more than to see the arrogant Red Sox, who added no one of note, end up missing the playoffs. I'm here. I am going reality. They do end up missing the playoffs. Yeah, the Yankees are three games back. Seattle is three. Toronto is four. Why is that important? Two of those three teams have a number of games against them the rest of the way. Not impossible. We'll see what happens. All right. Well, for our last question, we're going to talk about some barbecues. Some people try and end summer early and uh, not barbecue, not enjoy the full extent of August. But we like to party here on FST and have a good time. So, Craig, we'll start with you for this one. You will host or attend a barbecue in August. The summer's not over yet. Fantasy or reality? Well, I live in Florida, and, and things, as probably most people know, are getting a little dicey here with some of the COVID and things like that. Um, and, and also, for full transparency, I did attend a barbecue two weeks ago here, so this is a matter of doing it again in August. I'm hoping that attending is a reality. Hosting will be a fantasy. For about eight years, I had a really nice grill in my backyard, but it kind of went sour. We ended up getting rid of it, and I don't see us buying a new grill anytime soon, let alone having people over to our house to host a barbecue. But I'm going to say reality on the attending. Labor Day is right around the corner, and I'm hopeful that that will definitely be the case, although I do have to use the caveat of my state of Florida being a little bit wacky and us, uh, and who knows with, with what's coming down here in the future. So I'll say hopeful and I'll say reality, Davis. Barbecue in August for me. Yeah, well, I won't be, I won't be hosting. I definitely don't want it. I do have a grill. I actually have been using it, grilled, grilled uh, some meat out on it last night. Very nice to have a home. Very nice to have a grill. Brett knows all about this. He'll probably be uh, grilling up some meats in his backyard here sometime soon. But I, I, I'm very hopeful to not be hosting one. I, I don't want to have 20 people over to my house, beer cans everywhere. You got to drain the cooler. It's, it's a whole thing to have an event at your house. But my guess is there will be no way out of attending one. You know, I, I live very close to my, uh, basically my in-laws here, my, my girlfriend's family. They live right down the block. There will definitely be some of that going on. There will, there will be some, some grilled hamburgers and some grilled hot dogs in my future because COVID stuff is pretty sketchy here uh, in, in Missouri, the same that it is in Florida. But 
literally everyone I know here is vaccinated. I, I truly, in my like interpersonal life in Missouri, like I'm sure there are many people I see who are not vaccinated, but everyone I know here is fully vaccinated. So I, I would feel comfortable going to a barbecue or whatever, because everyone I know there would have gotten it. Yeah. And, and I, and I think that also the outside element to this is something that I'm probably easier on than, than most. And, uh, and yes, I'm with you. The only one that is not in, in the circle of everyone in my entire family is my son. Cause he's nine. And that's the only reason why mm-hmm. it's just not eligible to, to take it right now. But I, I think it's a reality. Brett, how about you, Brett? You think you'll be attending a barbecue this summer? New, you got a new house. Are you going to have like a housewarming people come over the Levy barbecue, some steaks some burgers. What do you think? We're doing a little work at the house, Craig. So uh, still in New York City for right now. But yes, I think I will attend a barbecue and hopefully I will host a barbecue. But that may be September or October during football season. Maybe have some friends and family over for a football game or something and grill up some hot dogs or whatever. But uh, I think reality, I will attend a barbecue in August. All right, good. And, uh, and and hopefully, at some point, we've been all waiting for this, Davis, for all of us at Sports Grid to get back together again. I mean, we're going on two years. I hope that happens. You know, I, I hope it happens, too. I, I missed out on the Christmas party back in, I mean, the last big Sports Grid thing, you really want to be depressed, the last big Sports Grid thing was a company party back for Christmas in 2019. Sounds made up. Sounds it sounds like what I'm saying. It, it, that can't possibly be true, right? It is. Yeah. It is true. That is that is the last big sports grid thing that happened, and I didn't go. I right. I was that's peak se- football season away from the desk, et cetera, et cetera. So I didn't go. I'm obviously wishing that I would have because that would have been my last opportunity to do it. Yeah, a lot of things have changed since then. Tom Brady went to the the uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, by the way, since then too. A lot of wild things happening in sports for sure. All right, we got to take a quick time out here on the show. Uh, programming reminder for the rest of the week, I will be off here on Sports Grid Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Davis will be here from noon to two Eastern, and the great George Kurtz will be filling in for me. A lot of fantasy football talk, a lot of fantasy sports talk over the next three days and then i'll be back here on monday of next week our new show on sunday also begins the 15th of august fantasy sports today weekend edition previewing fantasy football so before i go let me give you a sports grid 60 on my way out i'll do that for you next don't go away SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? 
That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Football team, and I'll tell you one game that we're definitely going to have an eye on. Stephen Holder, who covers the Indianapolis Colts, reports that Jacob Eason's going to start and play the entire first half for them against the Carolina Panthers. So, Colts Panthers on August 15th will probably end up being one of the most watched games in fantasy circles to see how Eason looks. Let's see what Davis has as we close out our day with the Sports Grid 60. Davis, what do you have? You know what? I'm complaining. I'm coming. I'm coming to the Sports Grid 60 with a complaint. So I'm doing all these basketball contests. I'm drafting all these teams. I'm drafting until my freaking eyes bleed over here. The way that the NFL set up the bye weeks is so unfortunate. Listen to all the teams that have a bye in week seven. The Buffalo Bills, one of the best offenses. The Dallas Cowboys, one of the best offenses. The Jacksonville Jaguars, bunch of wide receivers that we like. Trevor Lawrence, Travis Etienne. The Los Angeles Chargers, one of the best offenses. The Vikings, one of the best offenses with three players going very high in fantasy drafts. And the Pittsburgh Steelers with a running back going in the second round and three wide receivers going in the top 80 picks. The week seven bye week is awful. It's horrible trying to organize all this stuff around the week seven bye weeks. And week seven of the NFL season, it's going to be miserable to set your lineups that week, folks. I just got to start thinking about that when I draft too. That's a lot of teams off. Can't can't really take a lot of players on that same team unless you want to punt a win that week. Well, the Major League Baseball trade deadline has come and gone, and the NBA free agency feels like it may have come and gone as well. And for the first time in a while, I feel like the Major League Baseball trade deadline beat out something. Wow, it's a miracle. Baseball got more attention for its trade deadline and was more exciting than the first day of NBA free agency, which is pretty rare considering the way the NFL and the NBA have done business over the last couple of years. So for all the bad things that we say sometimes about Major League Baseball, good job by eliminating that waiver deadline. No one else can get traded. Everybody had to make trades last Friday. Good job. That'll do it for the show. Thanks again to LTN. Thanks to Spencer. Thank you to Danny and Ryan and, uh, of course, our producer, Brent Levy. For my co-host, Davis Maddock, I'm Craig Mish. George will be in for me tomorrow along with Davis. And have a great rest of your day. You're on Sports Grid. 
Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 